the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to an encore presentation of The Bill Bunkley Show. Good afternoon. It's Friday. Bill Bunkley here with The Bill Bunkley Show. It's just after 4 o'clock, and uh, we are delighted once again to uh, welcome you to our broadcast today. To my friends at Faith Talk, welcome to my friends on both of our answer stations, good afternoon. For those of you listening on the biz, glad to have you here as well. I want to talk a little bit about our upcoming pilgrimage to both uh, Jordan and Israel. Especially excited because uh, we're in studio with Boaz Shalgi, who's the principal owner of EDI Travel. And if you have uh, been listening over the last uh, year or two, you know that the EDI Travel, for the third year in a row, is the number one tour company going to Israel per TripAdvisor. And we're excited that they're going to be our in-country hosts again as we are heading out on May 31st to both Jordan and Israel. In fact, we're going to be going into Tel Aviv. We'll tell you about that in a moment. Uh, But uh, all of that's going to be happening uh, coming up on May 31st. It's a 10-day trip. Everything is included on our pilgrimage coming back on uh, the 9th of, uh, of June back to Tampa. And by the way, let me just mention on the front end, 39.65 39.65 is the total inclusive price. That's right. We brought this thing under $4,000 again. $3,965 and that's for everything. Tax, tips, entry fees, everything. All you need to do is well, if you want some extra snacks or your money that you want to put uh, towards your souvenirs, a fantastic opportunity. We'll tell you how to plug it in just a moment. But Boaz Shaggy is with me this afternoon and one of the preeminent tour operators inside Israel and Jordan and Boaz, it's good to have you with us this afternoon. Shalom Bill, good to be here. Well, we're going to bring group number two to be with you for a fantastic eight days or so, not counting the, the days traveling to and fro. And today we want to begin with uh, actually day one quickly into day two we're actually going to be departing tampa on may 31st we'll be arriving on friday june the first we're sort of flying into time uh we'll be arriving at tel aviv on that day and get a chance to get a good rest at the hotel going to be brightened up uh, up bright and early on the second of uh, june and we're going to be heading south uh, toward uh, a lot and uh, want to bring you in and first of all tell you how much we appreciated last year's travel and just some thoughts about this year. I think there's a 70th anniversary uh, in 2018, and uh, I just shared a few days ago with my audience record-breaking numbers for tourism in 2017. Tell us a little bit about uh, the just the, the thousands, if not millions, of people that are coming to Israel. Yeah, Bill, you're right. Millions of uh, people. i uh, tell you a funny story. Two months ago, or so in October, we had um, a guy on our tour that wanted to extend his stay in Israel and there was not even one room for him, not in Tel Aviv, not in Jerusalem. It was all packed. As a matter of fact, we're now booked solid till end of December of next year. So uh, better than ever before. Yeah, safe, beautiful, and people are actually standing in line to come to Israel. 
Now, I want to tell you, I am ready to go. Mrs. Bunkley, Zach, as well, and uh, going to be departing on May 31st. But let's just get this sort of out of the way, because just a few days ago, you were in Bethlehem and, of course, Jericho. Some folks just may have some thoughts about some of the, the political things that are going on in the region. Uh, tourism is very important not only to Israelis, but also to Palestinians Correct. right there in the West Bank. Talk about that because uh, there's still very open arms, welcoming of Americans coming to see the biblical sites. Nothing uh, has changed uh, since uh, Trump decided to move the embassy to uh, Jerusalem. There was uh, a bit of unrest in the Gaza Strip, which is where we're not going to go to anyway. But exactly like you said, Bill, you know, both Jericho, Bethlehem are places where tourism is, is their number one economy, if not the only, you know, uh, economy. And they don't want to ruin that. So they're always very welcoming. They want us to get, get there. And since um, Trump decided to move the embassy, I was there personally with at least five groups. And we were beautifully welcomed. Everything was fine. Nothing to worry about. Mm. Now, this is my tour. I call it the past, present, and future of uh, both Israel and Jordan. And not only are we going to see all the significant historical biblical sites, both Old Testament and New Testament, but you're going to find that we're going to, in a moment, take you down on the southern border as we're heading down to a lot uh, to give you an opportunity to understand some of the geopolitical situation that is happening now. And later on, uh, keep listening in future days. We'll tell you about uh, some of the days later on in the trip where we're going to be on the northern border. But if you'd like to find out more information right now, you can go to our website, letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Click on the link for the Bill Bunkley 2018 pilgrimage to both um, Jordan and Israel. Of course, that's departing on May 31st. You can check out our itinerary there. You can check out also the price, total all-inclusive price, only 3965 Now, I'm not minimizing the fact that that is a lot of money, but very, very reasonable for what we're doing here. Four- and five-star hotels throughout our journey. In Israel, you're going to be on modern air-conditioned tour buses uh, complete with, uh, yep, going to have Wi-Fi on the buses. So if you want to Facebook those fo- those photo backs, uh, fo- photographs back on Instagram, uh, Twitter, whatnot, that's all available. And by the way, if you'd like to have information, here's that number, 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. For you to either uh, register or to get some information. So after we arrive in this beautiful hotel, uh, and we're going to be staying in Tel Aviv, not far from the Mediterranean. We're going to get on our first bus ride, and we're going to be heading south. Now, we're going to be heading down to Ascalon because part of what I want to do, in a very safe place, we hear a lot about Gaza. We hear a lot about Ascalon, and at a very safe place, we're just going to take an overlook into that whole area. Talk about what we're going to see. Well, first of all, uh, the idea of having past, uh, present, future is an amazing uh, idea because uh, this is the way... Uh, Israel should be presented to people to see the whole, you know, dimensions of uh, the nation of Israel. So we're going to get to Ashkelon, which is about 10 miles or so uh, from Gaza. Like you said, it's safe over there. It's a Jewish city. People live there, uh, their lives. All is good. But we'll be able to see Gaza from the distance and talk more about the politics, the proximity to Gaza, what's happening, the relationship between Israel and the Palestinians as we're getting very close to uh, to Gaza so that would be a good way to, to start a tour because, again, as you and I, you know, agreed on, people have to see past, future, and 
uh, present time Israel. So present time Israel is how we're going to start the tour. Hmm. Now, in addition to that, and uh, I haven't mentioned it yet, but uh, Boaz Shalgi is not only a very accomplished uh, uh, owner of a tour, uh, leading tour operation to Israel. He's also a certified historian. And um, just uh, a couple of days ago, uh, I had a chance to um, uh, look at a brand new movie that's coming out. It's uh, from Pure Flix. It's called Samuel. And all of Samuel, uh, even though it was filmed in South Africa, uh, the, the story of Samuel, a lot of it takes place in the area of the Gaza Strip. Talk a little bit about the, the fact that as we're traveling each day, you're going to be giving commentary. And when we're, not, when we're down there in, say, Ascalon and looking at Gaza, at the same time as we talk about uh, Gaza down to taking a hang in the right a little bit, further down you go into Egypt even though we're not going to go into that area there's a lot that people are going to learn that really brings the Bible alive in what they've been reading for many years yeah you, you're correct I mean uh, that that's what uh, I always try to emphasize on my tours that everywhere we go not only we see what is happening today but we can also mention and focus on the important events and people who perform there live there you know uh, either ancient battles that took place over there, or like you mentioned now, the exodus of the Jewish people coming out of Egypt. So ancient Israel, modern Israel go hand in hand, and that's what we're going to do every single day. That is the story of Israel. That is the story of the Jewish people. Hmm. Now, as we're heading south and we're in Ascalon talking about uh, not only... um uh, the Gaza area going into Egypt, something very special. We didn't get a chance to do this uh, last year, so this is going to be a new treat for our programs this year. We're going to go to a place that's referred to as the Tabernacle as we're heading down to uh, our overnight uh, on that second night on the Red Sea at a lot. Tell us what folks are going to see in the Tabernacle, because when you read the Old Testament, very specific instructions for the traveling Tabernacle, but sometimes they use cubits. It's kind of hard to understand how big it is. We're going to see what, which is just phenomenal. You will see uh, a model of the tabernacle, which is one-on-one in size, identical to the one that the Israelites took with them. And that is based on, uh, upon the, uh, the measurements given in the Old Testament. And it's amazing because, you know, when, when people read about the Bible or hear about it, different people have different ideas of what things look like. And that's one of the advantages. You come to Israel and now you see it in front of you. And you go, wow, now I understand what it looked like. So you can see the altar and then the, uh, the, the, the place for the bread, show, show bread, and the, the holy and the holy of holies and everything in that model of the tabernacle. And also the setting, this being in the desert, makes it a lot more genuine. And I want to tell you that this location, if you uh, look into your Bible, maybe some of you are, are new Christians or maybe you're thinking about becoming uh, a Christian by following him. Understand that um, the when uh, Moses came out of Egypt and he was on Mount Sinai, he received the Ten Commandments. As the Israel uh, people moved around the wilderness for those 40 years, they followed the instructions to make this temporary uh, tabernacle, which is made out of uh, animal skins. And this was designed to be able to be set up for worship, but then when uh, the Israelites moved to a new location, they would take the tabernacle down. They would then move the tabernacle with them. They would set it up again. Imagine what it's going to be like rolling up in your air-conditioned travel bus. You know you're right in the heart of uh, pre-Jesus history with the Israelites moving through uh, that whole area of the wilderness. You're going to get out of a bus, you're going to walk up, and you're actually going to be standing in the very desert looking and exploring 
the tabernacle as it was in the Old Testament. And again, this is something that we didn't get a chance to include last year's program pilgrimage. I'm so excited that it's involved this year. And that's one of the reasons why we are going to be in Petra tomorrow. We'll talk about that when I say tomorrow figuratively on our next day's discussion of uh, day number three. But um, we are wanted to make sure that you saw Jordan and Petra, but we have expanded more uh, opportunities in Israel with the time that we are there. Now, very quickly, we're then going to be going to a lot. Again, last year, our group passed through the area of a lot coming out of Jordan to Israel. Now we're going to be going to Petra, but we're going to overnight in a lot. And just in a minute or so, tell us how special it is to be able to see right there at the northern end of the Red Sea. A lot of history there. Yes, uh, a lot. First of all, it's a beautiful place. It's a Jewish city located right by the uh, the Red Sea. And uh, the Red Sea is, of course, also uh, part of the story of the uh, wandering of the Israelites in the desert as they came out of uh, uh, Egypt. And uh, on one hand, you can see the mountains of Israel, but then just across, uh, within five or six miles, you can see the mountains of Edom. And as a matter of fact, there are spots in a lot where you can stand and see Israel, Jordan, Egypt, and Saudi Arabia at the same time. And so, uh, like you said, Bill, we'll overnight over there. Folks will have, you know, uh, time to go down to the sea, touch the water of the Red Sea, take beautiful pictures, have a good rest, and get ready for a big day that comes the day after. Mm. Well, I'm excited. You listen to the voice of uh, Boaz Shalgi, president of EDI Travel, also going to be our personal guide and historian in country for the 2018 Bill Bunkley pilgrimage to both Jordan and Israel. I'd like to invite you to come and be a part of this. We'll be departing on May 31st, returning on June the 9th. Here's how you can find out more information. Go right now to our website at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Check out the link for Bill's pilgrimage to the Holy Land there. Or give us a call if you'd like information or you want to register. 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. We would love to have you with us. Boaz Shaggy, thanks for being with us today to talk about day number three. Look forward to our conversation about day number four uh, in the future. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure to be here. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't miss our next uh, installment of our tour to Israel. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Bill Bunkley here with a personal invitation to join me and my family on our 2018 10-day pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Be a part of this year's 70th anniversary marking Israel's statehood. Our tour host is renowned historian and EDI travel president Boaz Shalgi. Travel to Petra, the Dead Sea, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and much more. See where end times will unfold and visit custom locations gaining insight into Jesus geopolitical issues facing Israel today. The all-inclusive price is just $3,965 per person, double occupancy. For just $3,965, you'll receive round-trip airfare from Tampa, four- and five-star hotels, Wi-Fi-equipped motor coach, three meals daily, all taxes and tips. For more information, go to letstalkfaith.com or call us 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. Ladies, between career, family, friends, and church, there's barely time to breathe. How about we take a break for a night out? 
Faith Talks Ladies Night Out is coming up Thursday, March 22nd at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon with Christian comedian Leslie Norris Townsend. Maybe it's just my husband or just, just some, he just hates to wash the clothes. But he loves to wash the car. Laugh out loud with several hundred of your BFFs. Do you know what I do? I put all of his dirty underwear in the rag pile by the car. Come early for our ladies' expo featuring shopping, giveaways, desserts, and light hors d'oeuvres. With food trucks on hand ready to satisfy your appetite for fun. Faith Talks Ladies Night Out with Leslie Norris Townsend. Thursday, March 22nd from 5 to 9 at Bell Shoals Baptist Church. Last year's event sold out, so get your tickets early. Tickets and information at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. This is an encore presentation of The Bill Bunkley Show. We're back. A big question now is going to be put before the citizens of Florida, and uh, we've got the scoop on that coming up now on the Bill Bunkley Show, about 40, about 20 minutes past the hour, coming to you live from the state capitol here in Tallahassee. Well, a very successful campaign has just been accomplished, and I want to tell you, there are two big hurdles that have to be um, overcome if you want to change the Florida Constitution by a citizen's initiative. My good friend John Sawinski, president of No Casinos. No Casinos has been a consistent pro-family force in the state of Florida. Years and years and years, multiple decades, trying to uh, educate the citizens and hold the line against uh, a massive expansion of casino gambling here in the state of Florida. And today we're excited because... They have been gathering signatures for the voter control of the gambling amendment, and uh, we've got some good news today. And with that, John Sawinski, hey, welcome back to our program. Bill, great to be with you again. I want to tell you, when you announced the number of signatures, not only that you have gathered, but you have uh, gotten certified, and I know you're going to be probably doing some more to continue to put it over the edge, Tell you what, that's a lot of work. Um, tell us a little bit about the process you have been involved with in terms of getting these signatures. Sure. You know, Bill, we started gathering signatures a couple of years ago. We gathered first about 100,000 signatures so that we would be able to put our issue before the Supreme Court of Florida. Because before it can be placed on the ballot, the court has to make sure that the language is clear and unambiguous and not deceptive and that it doesn't violate the state's single subject requirement for an issue to be on the ballot. And so we began gathering signatures in late 2015 and placed the issue before the court and waited a while. We did not gather the signatures and because it costs a lot of money to operate and takes a lot of time and energy. wanted to get a green light from the court first, which happened in April of this year. And then we began gathering signatures in earnest once again. And, and when I say this year, I'm sorry, <laughs> it's a new year, so in 2017. <laughs> That's um, right. And so during 2017, between April and December, uh, we gathered another 1.1 million signatures from voters across Florida. And the supervisors of elections certify those petition signatures against the original voting record. And once you get 766,000 and change and gather enough signatures from at least half of Florida's congressional districts, 
and they're verified, the issue goes before voters. And uh, actually on Friday, we knew we had sufficient signatures verified by local supervisors, but it became official yesterday when Florida's Secretary of State certified our amendment as Amendment 3 on the November ballot. And what that amendment says is that in order for a form of casino gambling to be legal within the state, that it has to be approved by Florida voters through constitutional initiative, through a petition drive, just like we did. And the reason we did it that way is we wanted to remove the politicians entirely uh, from the, the, the business of approving casino gambling. You know, for decades in the state, it was always that way, that when gambling was considered, it was the voters, not the politicians, who decided matters. Because it was a matter within our state constitution, they reserved it that way. But in more recent years, uh, really, there's been a lot more chutzpah on the part of the casino industry and on the part of, you know, some of our politicians to where, you know, they want to legalize. I had one of them tell me when I was lobbying there last year that <clears throat> he'd vote to put him on every street corner if he could. And that's the wisdom of a lot of people, particularly on the Senate side, it seems, um, in, in Tallahassee. And so... We felt that this is a matter that once more belongs solely in the hands of the people of Florida, um, not in the hands of the politicians. And that's our best bet uh, to be able to keep Florida from being overrun by Las Vegas-style casinos. Mm. Now, contrary to what the Senate may feel, um, Las Vegas several years ago um, tried this. They tried the family-friendly Las Vegas and they, uh, it fell flat on its face. And so uh, Las Vegas has sort of uh, gone away from inviting families to Las Vegas. They've reverted back to the gambling and adult entertainment. Let me repeat, gambling plus adult entertainment. That's how gambling is successful. Talk about that for a moment in terms of uh, the recent report that in 2016, we just learned from Visit Florida, we had record tourists to the state. We don't want to mess with our branding, and we don't want to mess with the revenue source that comes from sales tax and other sources that allows us to appreciate our visitors because they keep us from having a state income tax, right? No, absolutely. Absolutely, Bill. And what's interesting is one of the best reports I've seen on the subject of gambling versus family-friendly tourism was done by the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, UNLV. Their, their tourism studies uh, department did a very thorough analysis and case study of the attempts that Las Vegas made in the 1990s to rebrand itself as both family-friendly and gambling, and it was a complete bomb for them. And what this report really brought out was the fact when people go on a vacation, they're looking for an experience. They're, they're, they're moved by what they're going to do together and what they're going to see and what they're going to be a part of. And the gambling, you know, side of things is so antithetical to family-friendly fun uh, that it just fell flat on its face in Las Vegas. Um, and what's interesting as we see not only that comparison, but also as Florida emerged from the Great Recession, Tourism was the, one of the first economic sectors to rebound, was family-friendly tourism, whereas 
gambling destinations were really in, in the ditch still for many years after, you know, Florida's tourism economy rebounded. And if you think about it, you know, my parents, I, I grew up with Depression-era sensibilities from my parents who grew up in the, in the Great Depression. And my parents, the idea of gambling would have seemed just crazy to them, like throwing money away. And I think a lot of us now having lived through the Great Recession ourselves, I honestly think that there are a lot of people who look at gambling as something like, well, that's just a complete waste of money, which it is. And so what we have seen is these is these uh, these gambling destinations have had a much harder time reconnecting with their client base than family friendly. And so, yeah, Florida's record numbers in tourism now. And we've always asked, why would we in Florida trade something that works for something that's a proven loser? Mm. I want to tell you, we got a hard break coming up, but um, here's what you need to remember. A couple of things. Vote yes on Amendment 3. Vote yes on Amendment 3, November ballot. And right now, I want you to go to nocasinos.org. That's nocasinos.org. We all need to get uh, uh, boned up on this topic to tell our friends. It is up to the voters of Florida to decide any expansion of gambling. And I want to salute John Sawinski and No Casinos for an outstanding job. But, John, we got a hard break. Got to let you go. We'll have you Great. back again. Good work, my Bill, brother. Thank you for your continued help. Appreciate it. Take care, my friend. All right, coming up next, Rebecca Washer. Don't go away. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Stocks fell sharply in midday trading, putting the market on track for its worst week in two years. Energy companies fell more than the rest of the market today after ExxonMobil and Chevron both reported disappointing results. The Dow was down 665 points, or about 2.5% of its value, 25,520. The Nasdaq was down by 144. The House Intelligence Committee has declassified a controversial memo alleging political bias at the FBI and Department of Justice. Republicans say it indicates a political bias and that the FISA warrants that were granted to spy on a member of the president's uh, campaign last year actually spilled over into spying on the Trump campaign and were unwarranted to begin with. Democrats, however, accusing the Republicans of cherry-picking the details to try and discredit the Mueller investigation. This is SRN News. If you know Alexa, you know she's quick with a joke. What starts with an E but only has a single letter in it? An envelope. Or an encouraging compliment. You always know how to find that silver lining. But best of all, you can listen to Alexa to listen to us. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. Just tell Alexa, enable Faith Talk Tampa skill. And boom, there you go. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. On air, online, and using Alexa. Faith Talk 570. 
This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. A survey of opinion on the Middle East brings good news to Israel and bad news for Democrats. The Pew Center asked the question, in the dispute between Israel and the Palestinians, who do you sympathize with? Among every gender, every racial or religious group, every age or educational level, Americans strongly sided with Israelis. Only one political group, self-identified Democrats, split nearly evenly between sympathies for Israel and the Palestinians, with 27% for the Jewish state, 26% for the Palestinians. By contrast, Republicans backed Israel by a lopsided ratio of 13 to 1, while independents favored the Jewish state by nearly 3 to 1. What puts Democrats so badly out of the mainstream? In fact, it's the moral relativism that's infected contemporary liberalism, leaving the left reluctant to ever say one side's right and the other's wrong. Moreover, Israelis and Americans share a reverence for three institutions many liberals instinctively distrust, the military, business, and traditional faith. I'm Michael Medved. Proud to be an American? My husband, Dominic, and I thank God we are. I'm Lois Falconetti of Dominic's Blinds and Decor. We sell American-made, not like our competitors. We're a Hunter Douglas dealer, which gives a lifetime warranty. We do repairs and at-home drapery cleaning. Tell us you're a veteran, first responder, or proud American. We'll give a donation to St. Jude. See us at Clark & McIntosh or call 922-2345. Remember, Dominic's Blinds, American-made, not from China. Another last-minute adventure from Hotels.com. After nine hours in the car, we were almost home from vacation. Things were going well until... Sparkles! We left my hamster. Sparkles. They headed back for Sparkles, but they didn't know about last-minute deals from Hotels.com. So we slept in our car. Life happens, and when it does, Hotels.com has a last-minute deal. Right now, find great deals in Orlando, Atlanta, and throughout Florida. Hotels.com. Be smart. Book smart. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You have to keep in mind how utterly repulsive and evil your fleshly desires really are. You have to hate those ungodly desires and see them for the wicked nature that's theirs. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. You're listening to an encore presentation of The Bill Bunkley Show. All right, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Bill Bunkley Show coming to you live from our broadcast uh, studios here in Tallahassee, Florida, as uh, we are here covering the 2018 legislative session of uh, the state of Florida. Well, no doubt you've been keeping an eye, and I've been informing you, it seems like every few days, that uh, we have our markets reaching higher and higher and higher milestones. And in fact, during the first year of President Trump, um, some very impressive numbers indeed have been, well, been rolling in. And I say that to say you must be thinking about, hmm, investing, hmm, Wealth acquisition, hmm, maybe wealth retention, hmm, and though things are roaring right now, well, you and I know whatever goes up sometimes comes down or will come down or will address, so we've got some alternatives this afternoon. Joining me is, uh, especially for those of you on our AM860, The Answer Station this afternoon, among all of you listening in throughout West Central Florida, my next guest is no stranger. 
Rebecca Walser is now an author, and she's a wealth strategist and a radio talk show host. And her show, Wealth Strategies, airs Saturdays right here on AM 860 The Answer at 2 p.m., as well as Sundays at 11 a.m. And uh, now she's entered into the realm of, well, being an author. In a moment, we'll talk about her brand new book, but she has been leveraging her background as a tax attorney, a certified financial planner, and an experienced wealth strategist. She's the best-selling author, Rebecca Walser, and she is uniquely qualified to assess, structure, and implement the best income maximization, wealth maximization, tax mitigation, minimization, and optimal legacy strategies for her clients. And now she has expanded um, the reach of her unique message with the release of her first book, where she truly brings a wealth of understanding to personal finance in the space of the written word. Rebecca earned her bachelor's degree, summa cum laude in finance, and her Juris Doctorate degree, cum laude from the University of Florida, and her advanced law degrees in taxation from New York University. With that, Rebecca Walser, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Glad to have you. Thanks, Bill. I'm glad to be here. Well, I got to tell you, I'm just looking at your background, looking at your national reach with your clients all around the country. You certainly have developed a drive, and I'm sure you got that from uh, Gainesville. But tell us a little (laughs) bit about this passion that you have for, um, you know, first of all, saving people some money on their taxes. Yes. Well, you know, I I feel like, though I have a really unique perspective because I was in finance for over a decade before I even went to law school at Florida. And um, that really prepared me for when I got out and started just solely practicing law and really focusing on the tax area with my specialty from NYU. You know, it really prepared me to say, okay, there's a big piece missing here. When you just talk to people on about the legal side and the tax side, and you're not talking about the finance side, it's, it's kind of a problem. So I couldn't do that for more than a few years until I went back into my, I went through my own practice, opened my own practice and said, hey, we really got to marry this finance piece with this legal piece. And since I've done that, I've been doing my, I've been in my own practice for a couple years. And what's really been wonderful is to, for the last three years, sort of been writing this book in my head saying, wow, we are doing it so wrong. I mean, going to every corner of this country and realizing what conventional financial wisdom has been telling people since the 80s and how we have gotten it so wrong because America is not the America of the 80s. We are a very, very, very different country. And how we've built wealth since the 80s, it just does not work in 2018. If you're just joining us, uh, you need to get a copy, your own copy of her brand new book, Wealth Unbroken, Growing Wealth Uninterrupted by Market Crashes, Taxes, and Even Death. And Rebecca, I got to ask you, because as um, you have put this book together, of course, we have just come off of historic tax reform, certainly tax reform uh, in the last uh, two or three or four decades. And now that so many Americans are even this month going to see a little bit more in those paychecks and now Mm -hmm. have the ability for uh, much uh, increased uh, automatic tax deductions, the standard deductions, how did this come together? I mean, was was this by design? Was this by coincidence that you put the book out now? How did all this come together for you? Because certainly is timely. 
certainly by God's design, not mine. I don't think I could could not have planned to release a book uh, the month that tax reform changed. And it was really interesting because, you know, we obviously launched the book in New York City, and I was up there for a lot of national press. And and it was really funny because it was like, oh, my gosh, you wrote a book and the tax reform just happened. It's like, yeah, no, the book was in the works for a year. We just just actually uh, coincided with that. So that's all God. That's not me. Um, But, you know, let me tell you, it is so so wonderful that it has happened at this time because what it does, I make the case, and as a lawyer, I really decided that, you know what, I am going to write this book, and I'm going to tell people what has to happen, where we've come from, where we are, where we're going, which is absolutely the most important part of it. And I decided... There's no way I'm going to convince people that what they've been told for 30 years doesn't work unless I prove it to them. So I sort of build this case as a lawyer saying, let me prove it to you. I have over 130 footnotes of data points of where you can go yourself and verify everything that I'm saying so that I back it up with real proof that this is a problem. And the thing is, I guess ultimately, though, what I'd like to people to understand is that You know, everybody has thought for a while that we have high taxes. Taxes are high, taxes are high. And the truth is, no one likes to pay one penny of tax. I mean, we all have our duty to make sure we can, you know, cover our our expenditures and those things. But it's not fun or enjoyable to pay a tax. But I look at it from the history of America. And when you look at it from the history of America, Ronald Reagan tax reform that actually went into effect with our marginal rates in 1987, if you look at the history of American tax rates, you look at 1987 down versus 1987 and up, and we actually have been lulled into thinking that taxes are high, and that is because we have lived the last 30 years, 31 years now, with the lowest period of tax since before the 1930s. You have to go all the way back up to the 1930s to find lower taxes than what we've had since 1987. We have been the anomaly. We have been living in a period of the 30 years of lowest taxes we've ever had. And now, with this tax cut, we now have the lowest tax period since the 30s, that we have to leverage to our best advantage because where we go from here is the problem. Now, by the way, if you're just joining us, uh, you can go right now to walserwealth.com. That's Rebecca Walser's uh, website. That's W-A-L-S-E-R-W-E-A-L-T-H.com. That's walserwealth.com. And you can tune in this Saturday at 2 p.m. on AM860, The Answer, or Sunday, 11 a.m. at AM860, The Answer, for uh, her next edition of her radio program, Wealth Strategies. You talked about the 80s. We know, uh, well, those of us that, that know, know that the conventional wisdom that we've been taught for years isn't exactly what we should be following. You're unconventional in, in, in the way that you work with clients. But um, one thing I wanted to point out, got, got a couple, three minutes left, and that is when, when people really understand how these 401Ks, these conventional IRAs, these other re- retirement um, vehicles um, – are just postponing taxes for the future. And yeah. at some point in time, our deficit's going to be going up. Um, and guess what? Our taxes are going to be a little bit different in 15 or 20 years. Give us a couple of bullet points that you point out in your book that are important for people to know when doing uh, just smart future planning. Yes. 
So basically, conventional wisdom, as you mentioned, Bill, came about in the 80s. It said, don't pay tax now on, the, on this wealth. Save it for retirement because you'll make less in retirement. Therefore, you'll pay less in tax. And in the 80s, that made sense. The day Ronald Reagan was inaugurated, we only had $980 billion of federal debt. So we did not even have $1 trillion of federal debt. On the same date, baby boomers were average range of age of 16 years old to 34 years old. So nobody was thinking about a debt problem, and nobody was thinking about the massive retirement in mass of millions of people of our largest organic-born population ever we've ever had. So now it's 30 years later. We have had low taxes all of those years, but we haven't cut our spending. So our federal debt is now $21 trillion rounding up, Mm -hmm. and we have the retirement of the baby boomers upon us. Every time a boomer retires, they're a double negative because they stop contributing, and then they actually go on to a social program, Social Security and Medicare. So between the massive financial storm of the retirement of the boomers colliding with the massive federal debt of $21 trillion, we have a major problem. Tax rates in the future must go up. It is a mathematical certainty. So that is why you have to look at your wealth, see if it's built pre-tax in an IRA, a 401k, and decide now to leverage the tax rates while they're still low and move this money into a tax-advantaged vehicle. Now, I'm recommending that people right now secure your brand-new book, Wealth Unbroken, Growing Wealth Uninterrupted by Market Crashes, Taxes, what we're talking about, and even death. Um, give us a, 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 just a, a quick clue or two of some of the solutions that our readers will get once they get your book on how to avoid this big tax bite in the future retirement years. Yeah. So obviously, you know, strategies uh, to to take care of the taxes over a period of time. It's nothing we do immediately, and it doesn't. You know, we got to control the tax burns, as we say. But honestly, Bill, that we've got the Roth, which is an after-tax vehicle, and still gives you market-based returns, the same as what they're used to. It's just that it's an after-tax, tax-free growth vehicle, as opposed to continuously growing the bucket that the government can put their hands in when they decide to put their hands in it. So that's the first uh, really obvious one. Some other ones we cover that are not so well known. Um, it's, a, it's a probably too much to explain, so I'm just going to have to say, read the book and you'll see. <laughs> well, I want to tell you, it's interesting because you go all the way over to Chapter 12. It's entitled Run Your Own Race, and that is so important because every individual person, depending on uh, at your age, depending on what level of um, financial planning you have done in the past, what reserves or investments you have or don't have uh, going forward, and it really is uh, a customized situation. That's why the work that Rebecca Walser does with her clients all over the country and her experience, and, and she's a truth teller. I'm telling you that all you've heard in the last uh, five or eight to ten minutes about where we're heading, things are great now. The issue is now is the time to take these short-term savings that have been provided to you from the tax cuts and figure out what vehicles to use, how to get yourself, based on where you're at, how to run your own race in the future. So with that, I very much recommend that you start by getting uh, her book, Wealth Unbroken, Growing Wealth Uninterrupted by Market Crashes, Taxes, and Even Death. Then you want to tune in this Saturday at 2 p.m. or Sunday 11 a.m., and that's on our AM 860, the answer frequency for Rebecca Walser's program, Wealth Strategies. 
And uh, Rebecca, I want to congratulate you on your first book. And uh, tell you it's great that I can say go Gators, and <laughs> and appreciate all of what you do for us. Our listeners uh, are going to be very much uh, enhanced as they have been already uh, by listening to your show. And thank you for taking a few moments out to be with us today. Thank you, Bill. Humbled and honored to be with you. Thank you so much. God bless. Take care. God bless. Bye bye. Again, that website is WalzerWealth.com walzerwealth.com and the book that i'm recommending wealth unbroken growing wealth uninterrupted by market crashes taxes and even death well going to take a time out from a chilly tallahassee to all of you in a chilly west central florida more the bill bunkley show coming up in a moment don't go away i'll be right back I'm Chris Walls, and I'm a truck driver from Missouri. For 13 hours a night, I sit in my truck and I drive. Out of boredom, I'll stop and eat. If I'm not doing fast food, I guarantee there's a bag of chips open on my dashboard. That was all until Andro 400. I started out four months ago, and since taking Andro 400, I have dropped 45 pounds. I'm sleeping better. There's no craving. I actually don't even think about food. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues, and I've noticed that that went away, and I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400 said on the radio ad, does it attacks belly fat? Well, let me tell you, it did. The second month is where I saw a drastic change in the size of my stomach. I've lost six inches. This product really does work. So guys, if you'd like to experience similar results, then get Andro 400, the safe, natural, and inexpensive way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435. Now, there's a place where all your Christian programs reside. All the best Christian radio stations live there. Find your local Christian station or look for one farther away that plays the program you like. ChristianRadio.com not only links you to the best Christian radio stations in America like this one, but also podcasts of great, uplifting content designed to grow your faith. Find us now and download the app on either Apple or Android devices. It's the difference maker in your daily walk. ChristianRadio.com There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. 
Register now for the CEO Symposium, Wednesday, February 21st, from 7.30 to 11 a.m. at the Laurel Oak Country Club, Sarasota. Join Christian business leaders and Florida State legislators to discuss actionable strategies to protect our religious liberties. Are you concerned about the challenges to our religious freedoms? At the CEO Symposium, you'll hear from impactful leaders like Interstate Batteries' Norm Miller, Vision America's Rick Scarborough, former Florida Senator Alan Hayes, Dexter Sanders of Reclaiming America for Christ, and John Stemberger of the Florida Family Policy Council. You don't want to miss this opportunity to be informed by national business and ministry leader experts on this fundamental right. Call today to reserve your seat for this free event, Wednesday, February 21st, from 7.30 to 11 a.m. at the Laurel Oak Country Club in Sarasota. Write this number down for information and registration. Call 877-634-2279. That's 877-634-2279. Saturdays at noon, Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. I like to think of the Ten Commandments uh, as being commands that help us to live a better life rather than just being ten suggestions. Uh, there are laws in Leviticus that our own country has used to govern a civil society. Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy, Saturdays at noon on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. This is an encore presentation of The Bill Bunkley Show. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley in Tallahassee this afternoon. Glad to have you with us. We um, we just received some news that I um, want to just uh, pull over for a moment and uh, express my condolences. If you have, um, well, if you listen to the Bill Bunkley show in these last 12 years, uh, or for that matter, listen to a host of other of our West Central Florida uh, talk shows, you probably are familiar with a, a very colorful individual. He uh, was Charlie the Plumber. We just got uh, a call and uh, haven't had a chance to have the conversation with uh, Mike, our producer. He just got a call from uh, uh, the wife of Charlie the Plumber, and uh, he um, he has gone home to be with the Lord uh, today. He has passed on, and, um, of course, that is uh, uh, a shock here. And, of course, uh, many of uh, my colleagues um, who um, host radio talk shows, uh, he has uh, been a frequent um, call-in host. Uh, for those that remember, Charlie was a very colorful guy, former uh, wrestler. Uh, he um, was United States Marine, very proud of his service to his country as a Marine, and uh, loved the Lord Jesus Christ with a zeal. And uh, certainly, depending on the issue, um, I guess I would also say tremendous supporter, um, not only before President Donald Trump was elected, but certainly after he was elected. And um, I can tell you, and I say this uh, with a smile on my face, whenever you look at the call screener, uh, we have a little screen, lets us know uh, who's calling in and uh, where they'd like to go with the conversation. Uh, whenever I saw Charlie the Plumber, and by the way, he was also known as a hashtag American Plumber, uh, but when you saw Charlie the Plumber, um, both who, uh, in Mike's case, and of course Ace for years before that, uh, the first the first round with Charlie is uh, 
All right, Charlie, what do you want to talk about? And that's the role of Mike and Ace. And then uh, they would pop on there where Charlie, where Charlie wanted to talk about. And if you knew Charlie, well, that, that was just his starting point because uh, he covered a lot of ground awful quick. So um, I know that um, his wife uh, is mourning his loss today and so i just want to give a shout out to her and uh, um thank her for her husband's service to the country thank you thank her for his community um contributions through uh the plumbing business that uh, he certainly touched a lot of people and and of course uh those that uh, knew enough to know about his uh, the pages of his life there professional wrestling our thoughts and our prayers that go out to you this afternoon and uh, we thank you for thinking of us and uh giving us a call to um to be able to mention that and i know uh our own captain matt bruce i'll have uh, mike make sure that uh, uh he gives a shout out to the captain as well because he's been a part of that program um so with that uh you know that is that is the the circle of life if you remember there was a movie that talked about that but uh you know the lord is very clear as we wrap up the first hour there are different seasons there's a season to be born, uh, there's a season to live, and there is a season to uh, to die. And, of course, uh, those of us who are Christ followers, we don't believe that uh, you die at the physical death. Uh, we believe in eternal life, and uh, eternal life has uh, uh, two uh, destinations. And so, um, as uh, Charlie, uh, I believe uh, this afternoon is... Uh, uh, face-to-face on the other side, uh, experiencing what uh, those of us who are Christ followers spend our entire lifetime anticipating and looking forward to. Charlie is there. But I, I just want to just, uh, you know, mention to you that there's a lot of things that we talk about. There's a lot of things that are important uh, in life uh, on this planet and in this country. But uh, nothing is more important than uh, uh, you having that honest conversation with yourself about uh, the truth and um, about life and about um, the limited time that we have uh, here on this earth and how we how we invest ourselves wisely in that time and and again uh, how you handle um, the hereafter so well coming up in the second hour i'm excited because um, in a day or two i hope that we'll have the website ready to go we are going to be leading a pilgrimage to uh, Israel and Jordan. I want to invite you to consider coming with us. Uh, we're going to be departing about 4.30 in the afternoon, Thursday, May 31st. United Airlines from here to Newark, and then we're going to take the nonstop from Newark all the way to Tel Aviv. And uh, we've got an exciting itinerary. Well, I want to talk about that. Plus, uh, I want to talk about uh, in our second hour over in our Faith Talk stations, of course, uh, the Vice President arrived in Israel got a rousing reception by the Knesset. We've got uh, some of those clips ready to go and uh, also talk about a little bit of the itinerary, but uh, one of the things that I am hope that we're going to do that I'm adding to that itinerary, and for those that are interested in uh, not only the biblical historical sites uh, in Israel and Jordan, you know that my trip uh, is uh, the past, present, and future, and we're going to visit some of those important geopolitical sites. Well, if uh, you're on our answer stations this afternoon, that'll wrap up the first hour here, as well as on the biz. However, if you'd like to uh, come with me over to my second hour, 
You can go to AM 570, pretty much all throughout West Central Florida. AM 910 is in the Central Region. And for those of you in Lakeland, 102.1 FM. I'm Bill Bunkley. Hope to see you on the other side. Writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian Publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Saturday afternoons at 4, it's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. So there's an expectation in the life of a Christian that they will grow to be mature, that we will not stay infants, that five years into this walk with Christ, my life will be different than it was when I came in. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. House Republicans have released a formerly highly classified memo that they say shows surveillance abuses in the early stages of the FBI's investigation into the Trump election campaign in Russia. The memo asserts that the FBI relied on excessively anti-Trump research funded by Democrats in seeking a warrant to monitor the communications of a Trump campaign associate and that federal authorities concealed the full details of who was paying for the information. Journalist Cheryl Ackeson tells Salem Radio News there is a prescribed process that everyone needs to go through to obtain a warrant. This unverified dossier, which the Intelligence Committee itself acknowledges was unverified, by definition should never have been presented to the court. And in the presentation alone, the agents of the Department of Justice were certifying that it was true and accurate and verified, which is false. Attorney General Jeff Sessions says he'll make sure Congress's concerns are examined about the FBI investigation into possible cooperation between Russia and the Trump campaign. U.S. stocks slumped Friday, pulling down the Dow Jones Industrial Average by more than 600 points and placing the market on track for its worst week in two years. The Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped 666 points. Technology and energy stocks accounted for most of the dive, as several major companies, including ExxonMobil and Google's parent company Alphabet, sank after reported weak earnings. Correspondent Dennis Crowley reporting, investors have grown increasingly worried that a rapid rise in interest rates spurred by higher inflation could derail the market's strong and calm ride upward. U.S. health officials say flu season continues to get worse and there are weeks of suffering ahead. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reported that doctor visits for the flu and hospitalizations were up again. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 666 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper and deeper in credit card debt and you're not sure how to fix the problem? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. 
Trinity Debt Management is a non-profit organization that will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment. Put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges and reduce your interest rates by as much as 60%. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. It's not a loan. It's a smart way to relieve your stress, meet your obligations, and preserve your self-respect. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Gather up your bills and call this toll-free number for a free, no-obligation debt analysis. 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. Mitsubishi is recalling nearly 227,000 vehicles in the U.S. to fix sunroofs that can fly off and parking brakes that may not work. The sunroof recall covers nearly 57,000 vehicles. The list includes Outlanders from 2007 to 2010, Lancers from 2008 to 2010, Lancer Evolutions from 2009 and 2010, and Lancer Sportbacks from 2010. The brake recall covers more than 170,000 vehicles. It includes Outlanders from 2014 to 2016 and Outlander Sports from 2013 to 2016. Both recalls begin March 27th. I'm Mike Hempen. The Trump administration announced it'll take a more aggressive stance toward Russia. It said Russia must be persuaded it would face unacceptably dire costs if it were to threaten even limited nuclear attack in Europe. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. A man who attacked London Muslims has been in prison for over 40 years. Darren Osborne drove a rented van into worshippers, leaving evening prayers during Ramadan at Finsbury Park Mosque, killing one man and injuring a dozen others. He's been sentenced to at least 43 years in prison. Judge Bobby Chima Grubb said Osborne's mind had been poisoned by far-right ideas and he'd shown no signs of remorse. His mindset had become one of malevolent hatred. The judge also made clear that this had been a terrorist attack. Osborne had intended to kill. Charles de la Desma, London. President Putin attended commemorations marking the 75th anniversary of the Soviet victory in the Battle of Stalingrad. Putin visited Volgograd, the current name of the city in southern Russia. The city was renamed in 1961 as part of the Soviet Union's rejection of former dictator Joseph Stalin's personality cult. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored in part by EDI Travel. This is an encore presentation of the Bill Bunkley Show. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsborough, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. 
And we're back here at our broadcast facility at the TCC Innovation Center just across the, the Capitol complex across the street. And uh, we are honored to be with you again today. Beautiful day shaping up now that the front has moved through Tallahassee. And I think that uh, earlier today and it's moved through uh, the folks there in the greater West Central Florida area. Looking forward to getting in the car tonight, uh, 6 o'clock. And uh, I just got to let you know that I, I, I try to get out of here pretty fast at 6 o'clock because, uh, Michael, we don't have daylight savings time right now. And that, mean it, that means it gets dark pretty quick. Now, for those of you who have ever driven on the nature coach, coast, that is, uh, in other words, I do not travel from my home in uh, North Hillsborough County, Carrollwood Village area. I do not hop over on 75 and then take 10 and come on over i could never do that uh you know i could never do that week after week i mean this is 22 years and the airlines uh, are not uh, still not cooperating with uh, reliable flights in and out of tallahassee after the six o'clock hour so when it's uh, time to go want to get in the car now, we talked about bears at the end of the last segment. I want to talk about deer. Those of you that are familiar with uh, coming up the back way, I, to come up, I take this, the uh, Veterans Expressway, the Suncoast Parkway, hop off, and then head up 1998 all the way up to Tallahassee, the back way. It's called the, uh, the Nature Coast. And from Chiefland on the Tallahassee, Chiefland's a halfway point, and uh, for years, uh, legislators have uh, eaten there at the seafood restaurant, uh, just that, um, just coming across the Swanee River there uh, in the springs. But anyway, um, from Chiefland North, depending on what night you hit it, whether the moon's out, full, quarter, or dark, if you hit it too late, you literally can pass sometimes, uh, you know, six, seven hundred deer on the way home. And so... Uh, when you are uh, driving on divided highway, the last thing you want to do is to hit a deer at an excessive rate of speed, more than 20 miles an hour. So anyway, um, I'm now back in my first return trip. I have nine of these to complete. There's nine weeks between now and the end of session, which will be the uh, first Friday in March. And so as I get in the car, I will complete one-ninth of my journey to Tallahassee. And so I want to skedaddle pretty quick. As long as I get to Chiefland before it gets too dark, uh, every now and then you might see a deer from Chiefland on down to Crystal River, but not anywhere as often and certainly not the the number of deer that are up here. So for those of you that are deer, hunt, deer hunters, boy, if you get in on some property or, you know, lease, uh, lease some hunting rights up here, uh, there are just always an abundance of deer. But those of you who hunt probably already know that. Well, coming up later on during this hour, we're going to be showcasing um, the the Heritage Bible Church. My guest will be Dr. Rod White. He's the founding pastor of Heritage Bible Church. He's also the founder and president of Sola Scriptura Bible College, which takes students through each chapter of the Bible in four years. He'll be along to talk about um, their congregation, and if you're looking for a, a church home, um, really encourage you to uh, stay with us and pay attention. Well, here's some breaking news. 2017. Guess what? 
It was a record-breaking year for pilgrims going to Tallahassee, and I am proud to remind you that uh, Mrs. Bunkley and I and Zach uh, uh, were were part of the numbers uh, with our traveling pilgrims who had a chance to have a wonderful experience both in Jordan and Israel, and uh, proud to be part of more than, um, what was that number? Um, Let me see here. Three million, three million visitors to Israel uh, in 2017. And in fact, uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is uh, planning and hoping, and he wants to see four million people return to Israel uh, in 2018. I'll talk about that in just a moment because uh, we're going to help with some of those numbers. But um, I thought I would share some percentages with you. Um Last year in 2016, first of all, we always tell you, if you if you are a follower of Christ, and if you haven't had the opportunity to go on pilgrimage uh, to Israel, and uh, we offer an opportunity to do that to Jordan as well, it is an experience of your lifetime, especially if you have studied the scriptures for years. And to be able to go to Israel and to have the land of the Bible just come to life, it, it, it is just an awesome deal. And when you go for the first time, you're never the same. But as I've told you for years and is evidence to what the statistics prove out, um, oftentimes it's that second visit. That's right. Many people go back for the second visit because the first one, it, it is so overwhelming and especially on our particular pilgrimage, I mean, we put a lot of value into those 10 days. But you see a lot, and you register a lot, and so you go home, and it, it really is the trip of a lifetime. You'll never be the same again. At the same time, when you come back the second time, you don't have the type of curiosity of, of your first look at literally dozens of sites that uh, make the Bible come to live in terms of the the geographical uh, uh, points of interest that match up with the scriptures. No, when you come back the second time, the the opportunity is for you to take in more at each site where you kind of, you just allow yourself and your experience to dig a little bit deeper because uh, you've at least visited at least one time. Now, get this. Besides gaining new tourists, record-breaking year in 2016, Israel has also increased its number of return visitors with, are you ready for this? 41% of the tourists that went to Israel in 2016, excuse me, 2017 last year, they are repeat travelers. Think about that, 41%. Now, when you also take in consideration the numbers that they show is that 91% of those who have visited Israel rank their Israel trip as very good or excellent. And when you come home, there's no doubt. First of all, we're praying for the peace of Jerusalem. We know we are ambassadors for Christ, but I tell you what, we had 41 folks, a uh, total traveling party uh, with the Bunkleys last year. And I can tell you that each and every one of those individuals have come back, and they are now also an ambassador for Israel. 
And uh, oftentimes you see them commenting on social media, commenting about uh, various aspects that they have been uh, plugged in with. And here's another great uh, factor. 54%, more than half of the visitors to Israel last year were Christians. And the majority of them were from the United States, was number one. Then came Russia, then France, then Germany, then the U.K., so congratulations to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Congratulations to uh, the Israeli uh, Department of Tourism. Wonderful job that they have done. And let me just uh, share this with you before we take a break. We, uh, Boaz Shalgi with EDI Travel, who was our in-country host and just a phenomenal organization, three times rated by TripAdvisor, the number one travel entity to Israel. They uh, earned that distinction for the third year in a row last year. Uh, Boaz is uh, heading, to, heading to the States, and uh, we'll be spending some time on Monday and finalizing our trip. And yes, we're going to be heading back to Israel, and Mrs. Bunkley and Zachary and I invite you to come join us. Uh, it is once again Israel, the past, the present, the future. And we're going to be going not only to Israel, but we're going to be going into Jordan, into Petra. And to get a full picture of um, what Petra and how important Petra was. Also, the new book that's come out that speculates that possibly the Magi did not come from Persia. They actually came from the Nabataeans, who were the inhabitants there in Petra at the time of Christ. That was um, a place that was... uh, very important to the north-south trading route, the camel path, if you will, uh, between Egypt going all the way up and through the Petra area by Bethlehem, by Jerusalem, all the way up into uh, Assyria, and, of course, into Asia Minor, which today is the modern land of Turkey. So very important uh, as that trade route, that inland trade route, and uh, no doubt that... uh, the representatives from the kings down in that area could have been the three wise men who were bearing gifts. So we'll have that. Plus, we're going to have briefings uh, not only on the historical sites of Israel, uh, but also we're going to take you up on the very northern port, uh, port uh, part of Israel on the Lebanese border. Then we'll head back east. We'll take you up on the northern post border northernmost border there in Syria. You'll have that look, and we'll talk about the geopolitical situation in Israel today. We'll also look out, and I'll be sharing with you where the armies will be coming in from the north. But also, we're going to be going all the way down to the south. The border, going to take a look over to Gaza and Ascalon and the challenges that Israel has there, and, of course, all of the biblical sites in between. Now, here's the dates. Just pencil these in. Uh, going to depart May the 31st, Tampa International Airport. And we're going to go uh, just go up to quickly up to Newark and then fly nonstop Newark over to uh, Israel. Plans are now to be on United Airlines all the way. Come back the same way. We'll leave Tel Aviv and come back to uh, Newark via United Airlines and then pop back down to Tampa. Now, here's the screaming deal. We're looking probably at a price uh, estimated to be around $3,965. We're bringing it in below 4000 This is 10 days, all-inclusive, and I mean all-inclusive. All of the taxes, the tips, everything. 
All you have to do is bring some spending money for your souvenirs and maybe some of the food that you're going to get at the airports going and coming. Uh, and if you'd like, you can give a little extra to the guides. But the base, the base tips, everything's all included. So when you, when we release this itinerary in a few days, and you look at that itinerary, I challenge you, I challenge you to compare it to any other itinerary of any other trip anywhere around the country, and then look at that price. And by the way, we're talking about four and five star hotels. That's right, four and five star hotels at this price, and. Air condition, air condition, luxury motor coast, coach. And uh, by the way, any of our programs who were with us last year, you can certainly ask them about the accommodations and the touring that uh, EDI Travel and Boaz Shalgi put together for us. And uh, you'll see that we're gonna once again take a group of very special people in May. And I'd like for you to continue to continue to pray about coming with us. Let's take a break. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming to you live from here in Tallahassee, Florida. Phone lines are open. Question or comments, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. When we come back, wait till you find out about what's happening to kids and the transgender, the LGBT community when it comes to education in Canada. Quite a story coming up in the Bill Bunkley Show, and then we'll get to our discussion with Dr. Rod White later on in our program. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. A survey of opinion on the Middle East brings good news to Israel and bad news for Democrats. The Pew Center asked the question, in the dispute between Israel and the Palestinians, who do you sympathize with? Among every gender, every racial or religious group, every age or educational level, Americans strongly sided with Israelis. Only one political group, self-identified Democrats, split nearly evenly between sympathies for Israel and the Palestinians, with 27% for the Jewish state, 26% for the Palestinians. By contrast, Republicans backed Israel by a lopsided ratio of 13 to 1, while independents favored the Jewish state by nearly 3 to 1. What puts Democrats so badly out of the mainstream? In fact, it's the moral relativism that's infected contemporary liberalism, leaving the left reluctant to ever say one side's right and the other's wrong. Moreover, Israelis and Americans share a reverence for three institutions many liberals instinctively distrust, the military, business, and traditional faith. I'm Michael Medved. Ladies, how about we take a break for a night out? Faith Talks Ladies Night Out is coming up Thursday, March 22nd at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon with Christian comedian Leslie Norris Townsend. And you'd say any precious. <gasps> That's my husband. Come early for our Ladies Expo featuring shopping, giveaways, desserts, and light hors d'oeuvres. Faith Talks Ladies Night Out with Leslie Norris Townsend. Tickets and information at letstalkfaith.com. When Boeing launched its top-of-the-line plane, the 787 Dreamliner, the planes were immediately grounded because of small batteries that overheated and caught fire. Planes that cost more than $200 million each were grounded by batteries costing $8,000 per plane. There's a spiritual lesson there for us all. Sometimes the smallest sin, indiscretion, or lack of care can bring our lives to a screeching halt and sometimes ground us for good. It's true, sometimes the devil is in the spiritual details. 
we would be far wiser to have God there instead. This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover why God cares about details on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. Joe, technician from SafeLight Auto Glass. My last customer was a busy mom with lots to do until she noticed a big crack in her windshield. She didn't want to drive with her baby in that car, so she scheduled online at SafeLight.com. No one makes replacing a windshield easier. Plus, she loved how SafeLight emails a photo of the technician so she knew who was coming to her house and how soon. Call 1-800-800-2727 or go to SafeLight.com. SafeLight Repair, SafeLight Replace. 64% say that God accepts the worship of all religions. What is wrong with these ministers today? Don't they know the first commandment? Thou shall have no other gods before me. There's 1,600 cults out there right now. Every one of them denies Jesus. You're not going to get to heaven that way. Jack Vanapy presents the stunning truth about Bible prophecy. Join the Vanapies this week. Sunday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570, FM 102.1 and AM 910. You're listening to an encore presentation of the Bill Bunkley Show. And I will lift my to my king. And I will find my in the of your Bill Bunkley, welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. Got uh, a little bit of cooling down coming through not only Tampa, but certainly happening right here in the state capital of Tallahassee. Well, very interesting news coming out of Canada, and that is um, when we look at what uh, those who are supposed to be the so-called education experts have to say about, uh, well, gender identity. This is a story that um, really is, to those of us who are men and women of a Christian worldview, to say it's uh, sort of breathtaking is an understatement. It comes to us from uh, not only Vancouver, Canada, and those of you who have been there, maybe you've done what the Bunkleys have done. We've cruised out of that port uh, on a few occasions on some Alaska cruise opportunities. Well, CBS, uh, CBS, CBN News is reporting that uh, there's a fight on over a radical sex education curriculum being pushed in public schools by the LGBTQ advocates. Now, many parents, uh, many Bible-believing parents are in fear in Canada, in Vancouver, that their children will become confused, that their children will become brainwashed. And uh, now those that support this this new radical education approach, well, they claim that the program is simply about allowing students to be their, quote, true selves, unquote. Now, SOGI, if you're not familiar with SOGI, that is a term that you need to become aware of pretty quickly. It stands for the Sexual Orientation and Gender Identification. We often refer to these laws as SOGI laws. 
Now, this is a this is a school curriculum that teaches, some would say indoctrinates, public school students. And in this case, we're talking about all across Canada. Now, to use their verbiage, to quote-unquote celebrate the homosexual lifestyle. And then that gender is, is not set, certainly not set by God, but that gender is fluid. In other words... Your gender, who you are, is not dependent on your body parts when you were born. But get this, understand this, it's how you feel. And by the way, it's not just how you feel, it's how you feel at any given moment. Okay? Now, understand this. There's a female teacher in Canada reported by CBN News, that told her young class, quote, There are people who are boys. There are people who are girls. There are people whose gender might be a little bit of both or might even be neither. Close quote. Now let that sort of sink in, that this is, uh, you know, not a, not a class that the parents sign off on. This is just policy, policy of public education. Now, they're using books of curriculum books that talks about transgender children, such as a book called 10,000 Dresses. There are songs they're teaching the kids, like the Rainbow Song. In that song, there's the line, quote, Gender won't decide the choices we make. Some boys like dressing up. Some girls like catching snakes. You get the idea. Young children. This Soji curriculum started in British Columbia in 2016, and it is quickly spreading all throughout Canada. So... Laura Lynn Tyler Thompson, who's one of the leading opponents of the SOGI law in Canada, asked the question, who decided that this was okay to teach our children? Now, Tyler Thompson is an author and inspirational speaker and says, among other things, that the SOGI laws mandate that children, again, we've talked about this before, as young as kindergarten age, be told they can be a different gender than their actual one. She goes on to say, and I quote, and we are seeing the results of that now because some kids are reacting very emotionally and saying, and they're in fear, will I suddenly struggle with feeling like a different gender inside of my body? Carrie Simpson of Culture Culture Guard, another leading opponent there in Canada, caused the SOGI curriculum nothing short of child abuse. So all those beautiful qualities that make young girls beautiful girls and women are basically being vilified. The things that make our boys boys are being taken from them. So equating young men to be strong protectors is something that is now evil. But on the other side, Morang Ogre, a transsexual and Soji supporter, claims it's about acceptance, not indoctrination. 
She says the idea is to teach kids that there are gay kids and that there are trans kids and that there are trans parents and gay parents in our society and everybody is wanted and desired. After all, that's what our human rights code says. And it's the role of the schools to teach the following of our laws, isn't it? Now, keep in mind, these are Canadian laws, so much more left of center, much more left-wing than um, general laws here in America outside of our some of our more urban areas. Um, when we look at parents' rights, and the reason why I wanted to mention this story is because this is why we meet as a state. This is why we come to the public square in Tallahassee. The views that I'm sharing right here, those are the views of people who are here in Tallahassee. There are also people here in Tallahassee who share my uh, Judeo-Christian, Christian worldview views as well. And so we we meet here in our state capital. There's city ordinances that get um, considered. And, of course, what's happening in federal policy in uh, D.C., And that's why it is important, if you were to understand what our ministry is with the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission and the type of um, institutions that we are trying to impact, understand that uh, we open up God's guidebook for living. We open up his owner's manual in our life just like you would Take your owner's manual out of your car to maybe reset the clock or maybe to find out what a certain light that's lighting up on your dashboard. You have the owner's manual. You go to the person who built the car to find out exactly what's happening in the car, each element of the car. Well, that's what we do when we look at Scripture, when we look at the Bible. And uh, it's important that um, for me that we remember that the Bible is the inspired Word of God. It's it's based on inerrancy, and uh, it's not up to, I believe, to you or I or others to de- decide what's in the Bible, what's not in the Bible, what's true, what's not true, what we're going to follow, what we're not going to follow. No, you just follow God's Word. So understand that when you tune into our program each and every afternoon, to the best of my ability, as we're talking about issues, we will... We will take positions on issues, um, and most of the time this is very easy to follow, but we will take our positions on an issue based on the inerrancy and the direction of scriptures. So, in this particular case, others are guided by psychologists, sociologists, reports, PhD experts, etc., etc. Well, they'll take their cues from them and let's say some of these SOGI laws, well, we take our cue from the Word of God. And though we are very respectful, and we're respectful of the fact that God gave um, everyone freedom of choice, um, you have a right to be to choose to be right, you have a right to choose to be wrong. But at the same time, as they have an agenda for this soji platform we have an agenda that's based on the word of god and um in a very respectful way 
There certainly, because sin has entered into the world, there are people who experience um, different lives than just being born male, born female. And because of the fallen world that we're in, there are people who, uh, even how uh, they were born at birth, um, you know, very small, extremely small number of people who might be within a given population certainly would not line up all male or, or all girl, but that, that is such a small percentage um, of birth irregularities. But for uh, for our purposes, you know, there's two genders. God created us male and female. And so I just mentioned that to our audience this afternoon. Uh, if you disagree with me, then you're not just disagreeing with the host of this program. You're you're disagreeing with the with the Holy Scriptures themselves. So now that we're in this mode of being in Tallahassee and we're considering different propositions to change the, the laws that could change the culture, I wanted to just share with you what the people, the good citizens of Canada, are confronted with right now. And uh, it could be us. It could be us in the future. That's why it's important for us to to have the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission to stand on the Word of God and to do our best to advocate that Christian advocate that Christian worldview, and for the education and the opportunity for us to take a time out on our way home and to um, be exposed to some of the issues of the day. Hopefully, in each and every case from a position that reflects a, a Christian worldview, whether one agrees with that view or not, it is the Word of God. So, parents, uh, be vigilant. Be vigilant in the times that we are in because so much is out there, uh, not just in this area, but so many areas, pornography and uh, anger and uh, bullying and all of the things that make up, um, unfortunately, some of the challenges in our society. Uh, parents, it is up to you to be in the Word of God daily, and to let that Word be your lamp, be the guide for your feet. All right, um, SRN News has some um, uh, headlines waiting to give to us, so let's go ahead and take it there. When we come back, hey, get a pencil and paper ready. Might have a church you might want to visit. It is the Heritage Bible Church, and uh, founding pastor, Dr. Rod White, will be with me in just a moment. Don't go away. For the Bill Bunkley Show, originating live from Tallahassee, Florida. We'll be right back. Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Vice President Mike Pence is giving no hint of the controversy engrossing Washington as he campaigns for a congressional candidate in Pennsylvania. The vice president is urging supporters to have faith in President Trump and other elected leaders who are out there standing with the president. But the vice president isn't mentioning the memo by House Republicans. A distraught father seething over sexual abuse suffered by three daughters has tried to attack former sports doctor Larry Nasser in a Michigan courtroom. The move Friday came after a judge, Margra- after a judge Randall Margrave's request to confront the demon in the locked room. Margraves was blocked by an attorney, tackled by sheriff's deputies, and hauled out of court before he could reach Nasser. He later apologized, saying he lost control. 
on Wall Street. The Dow down by 666 points to 25,521. More details at srnnews.com. 33%. If you own an annuity, you could receive up to 33% more in guaranteed lifetime income. Annuities can be complicated and confusing, and you could be losing thousands of dollars every single year. Learn how you could change that now by calling J.D. Melberg Financial, who's been featured on PBS, CNBC, and Yahoo News. Discover the optimal time to start taking income from your annuity, ways to possibly lower your taxes, fees, and expenses, and how their exclusive next-gen annuity strategies could increase your guaranteed lifetime income by as much as 33%. To schedule an appointment, call 800-842-1313. Did I mention 33% more in guaranteed lifetime income? Call 800-842-1313. That's 800-842-1313. Increased income is possible using mixed-gen annuity strategies suited to your financial goals and may require buying multiple annuities. Not available in all states. Results may vary and will be less if excess withdrawals are taken. Annuity guarantees rely on the claims buying ability of the insurer. Employees of J.D. Milbert Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Register now for the free CEO Symposium, Tuesday, February 20th, from 1 to 4.30 p.m. at the Carrollwood Country Club in Tampa. Join Christian Business League and Florida state legislators to discuss actionable strategies to protect our religious liberties. Are you concerned about the challenges to our religious freedoms? At the CEO Symposium, you'll hear from impactful leaders like Interstate Batteries' Norm Miller, Vision America's Rick Scarborough, former Florida Senator Alan Hayes, Dexter Sanders of Reclaiming America for Christ, and John Stemberger of the Florida Family Policy Council. You don't want to miss this opportunity to be informed by national business and ministry leader experts on this fundamental right. Call today to reserve your seat for this free event. Tuesday, February 20th at 7.30 a.m. at the Carrollwood Country Club, Tampa. Write this number down for information and registration. Call 877-634-2279. That's 877-634-2279. 877-634-2279. Ladies, how about we take a break for a night out? Faith Talks Ladies Night Out is coming up Thursday, March 22nd at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon with Christian comedian Leslie Norris Townsend. And you say any precious. <laughs> Come early for our Ladies Expo, featuring shopping, giveaways, desserts, and light hors d'oeuvres. Faith Talks Ladies Night Out with Leslie Norris Townsend. Tickets and information at letstalkfaith.com. Saturday mornings at 1030, join us for The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. That's where you have to really manage drastic body or form transformations. And Darwin's theory provides no way out of this fix. The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. If you know Alexa, you know she's quick with a joke. It starts with an E, but only has a single letter in it. An envelope. Or an encouraging compliment. You always know how to find that silver lining. But best of all, you can listen to Alexa to listen to us. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. Just tell Alexa, enable Faith Talk Tampa skill. And boom, there you go. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. On air, online, and using Alexa. Faith Talk 570. This is an encore presentation of The Bill Bunkley Show.
Come on down to the river and, uh, hey, put your trust in faith, Lord Jesus Christ, and be baptized in believer's baptism and uh, start your life anew, afresh, and again. Well, get your pencil and paper ready. I've got a wonderful church family that uh, you just may want to be plugging in with. My next guest is Dr. Rod White. He's the founder and pastor of Heritage Bible Church, and uh, he's also uh, the founding uh, pastor, or I should say founder and president of Sola Scriptura Bible College, which takes students on a wonderful adventure through each chapter of the Bible and concluding that in four years. Graduate uh, right here of Trinity College of Florida, alumni of Dallas Theological Seminary. He really has a shepherd's heart, and uh, he likes to lead. He likes to feed his people in the direction of spiritual food that the Holy Spirit leads and guides. And I want to tell you, honored to have uh, Dr. Rod with us today. Dr. Rod White, thanks for being part of our show today. Hey, Bill, it's a real pleasure. And I'd like to say something to you, Bill. I want to thank you for uh, taking biblical conservatism to our legislators. Uh, It's not always easy to speak the truth to power, but I want to thank you, and I want you to know you're in my prayers. Yeah, it means the world to me, Pastor, because... um it's true. This is uh, evidence by what everybody's seeing. We've had two more Florida state senators uh, uh, fall to sexual immorality. Two families just did just again, just the last couple of days. So thank you so much. And, uh, you know, one day we have a reward waiting for us in heaven. And the idea is not compromise here, but in love to just continue with what you do, not only there at uh, Sola Scriptura Bible College, but also uh, how you lead your church. But uh, thank you so much for that uh, word of encouragement. Now, you know, Heritage Bible Church is is different. I've heard that. It's, it's out there. Tell us a little bit about uh, what has been your journey and as the founding pastor there, um, what separates you think from from what maybe some of uh, a lot of the other churches are quote unquote doing? Well, I, I like to uh, talk about our church uh, when I talk about Heritage Bible Church. I I say our middle name is Bible, and if you know Heritage Bible Church, you'll see that. With that thought in mind, um, I have always sought to focus on. Uh, biblical ingredients for worship that embraces our fellowship with God, Uh, really looking to God's Word. Um, In this day and age, uh, I think the body of believers is going through an identity crisis from everything to uh, contemporary, to traditional, to blended, to entertainment, And I think what we really have to do is uh, get into the Word of God and find His ingredients. And this is what God laid on my heart. On our sign in our church, it says uh, where Christ was talking to Peter uh, after the resurrection, do you love me? Feed my sheep. He doesn't say it once. He says it three times. And so ingredients in worship, I believe, is applicational Bible study. Uh, where we can take the Bible and actually plug it in to everyday life. Jesus Christ said it even when he was being tempted. Man does not live by bread alone, but by 
every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And then Christ also um, emphasized in uh, Luke, I think it's 19, uh, verse 46, he says, you call, um, I call my house a house of prayer. And uh, I believe it's extremely important that we have a place where the body of believers can come and pray uh, together collectively. It's very interesting that he compares that in Luke 19, verse 46. But he says to the Pharisees and scribes, which you've made it a, a, a den of thieves. And so I think we've really got to get back to prayer. And another thing is... is um, uh, Music, music is is a phenomenal power, not only to the soul but more to the spirit of a believer, uh, because you see in God's word that He used a hundred and fifty chapters in the Book of Psalms, and in Colossians chapter three verse sixteen, He talks about music in regards to singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, and all three of those words are tied to the Word of God. So God led me um, to get back to the ingredients of God's Word, get back to the directions, as they always say, uh, if all else fails, read the directions. And I, I think we need to do that more. Mm. If you're by your home or office PC, now listen very carefully. Go to their website right now for the Heritage Bible Church. Now, very carefully. It's simply thebible.church. Believe me. Just go to thebible.church. That's their website. Also, they are conveniently located in Largo. The Heritage Bible Church is located at 521 First Avenue Southwest there in Largo, Florida. And uh, again, you might want to Google that and see where the church is located because certainly a great church to plug into. Now, I know you have several ministries, but uh, time is fleeting here. I want you to tell us about uh, a shepherd's heart because you, 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 you touched on it. You know, we, we seem to have so many churches trying to come up with tricky names or tricky marketing plans. But, you know, if you're just into the word itself, that is that's where the spring is. Well, we also know that in there we find a shepherd. Talk about that because I think that a shepherd's heart is what's key to how God's moving there at uh, Heritage Bible Church. Well, thanks a lot, Bill. And you are absolutely right. The The shepherd and sheep motif in the scriptures is, um, is of great importance to the Lord Jesus Christ because he's the chief shepherd. And uh, I am, you know, I've been in the ministry 49 years and I'm still seeking to grow that shepherd's heart. But I believe uh, some of the ingredients is for the shepherd um, to know the name and the needs of his people. And he needs to be praying for for his people. I know in churches that have a thousand or five thousand or ten thousand, I know that seems maybe impossible. But I believe if a pastor really has a shepherd heart, if he has to take all of the A's and pray for them one day and then the B's the next day, praying for the people. And I think as I listened to Dr. Chris Wells tape many years ago, he says the the senior pastor has to always present himself as being available to the sheep. And uh, that touched my heart is that there is a man that was um, 
in one of the largest Baptist churches, Southern Baptist churches in this country, uh, 10,000 people when he first came. I remember one of his meetings with his elders. He came before them and he said, um, I'm going to start preaching through the Bible verse by verse. I'm going to start with Genesis 1, 1. And I'm going to keep on preaching until I finish with Revelations 22. And the elders and the deacon says, you'll bury this church. Well, he didn't. It took him 19 years and eight months to get through the whole Bible. But the church doubled in size. But that man with the busy schedule that he had said, be available to the people. And I think that's part of the shepherd's heart. I think... Uh, one of the things that we we keep missing is uh, we see uh, we must understand that members are not a means to the end. Members are not a means to the end. They are the essence of the ministry. Is loving the sheep. You know, Christ could have said a lot of things to Peter, but three times: "You love me, feed my sheep. You love me, feed my sheep. You love me, feed my sheep." And I think that's the shepherd's heart. I was sharing with my uh, Bible fellowship group this past weekend about the church. The church is when we all arrive. The church isn't the mm. church building that's there during the week. Got a couple of minutes left. And by the way, talking with Dr. Rod White this afternoon, highly recommend you check out Visiting Heritage Bible Church. They're in Largo. Their website is thebible.church, thebible.church. You know, people today, we have some complex problems. We're in a pressure cooker society. Things bombarding us so much more than during the first century. And I think people listening today who may not have a home church, may not have a a pastor, probably are saying, you know what? There's a lot of noise in the Christendom today. I just want a real deal pastor teaching the real deal word. And I want to plug in and be part of the body. Tell me how that, and that so fits what you're doing there, how that's important uh, to your ministry and why folks ought to maybe come by and uh, take a visit there at Heritage Bible Church. Well, uh, God has laid on my heart to, as I've shared in the shepherd's heart, and is, is that really making a personal contact with the people. Um, someone might say, what's the... You know, what's the real difference or what's really new about Heritage Bible Church? And I'd have to say absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing because we're all about traditional worship. And as long as tradition does not go contrary to the Word of God, does not um, hinder the Word of God, it is valid to be using it in the local church. But also, keeping that in mind, I have I have underlined in my soul and in my spirit to be willing to always think outside the box so I could think more inside the book, the inspired Word of God. Look into God's Word. And uh, sometimes I've said to people, you know, I'll, I'll try things and I like run the flagpole, you know, run the flag up the flagpole and see who salutes. Nobody salutes. We'll take it down and try something else. But it's always got to be backed with the word of God 
and the ways of God. Would God embrace that? I want to tell you that uh, you kind of get a twofer because if you go right now to the Bible.Church, the Bible.Church, that's the beginning of your journey to find out more about the Heritage Bible Church there in Largo. Of course, Dr. Rod White is uh, the founding pastor. Also, he's the founder and president of Sola Scriptura Bible College. And if you're interested uh, today or in the future, that will take students through each chapter of the Bible in four years. And there's a link there at the Bible dot church for that as well. And uh, very much want to encourage you. We haven't even scratched the surface of the heart of Dr. Rod White. So uh, hopefully that uh, spirit's going to use that just to sort of prompt you. And so I want you to check out that website. And if you'd like to go by and visit and give him a call, I encourage you to do so. Dr. White, I wish I had some more time, but uh, we have a hard break coming up. But thank you so much for sharing with us this afternoon about uh, the great things in the ministry uh, to the people of the church there at uh, the Heritage Bible Church. And yes, thank you, Bill. And once again, thank you for what you're doing and serving the Lord. Praise the Lord in his name. Thank you. And that is going to wrap up this special encore presentation of the Bill Bunkley Show on this Friday, February 2nd. I am producer Michael Miracle thanking you for listening to us today. We'll catch you live again on a Monday, 4 to 6, as Bill Bunkley will be broadcasting back in Tallahassee. So please be sure to check us out for that next week. Stick around. Coming up after this, we do have Pastor Ken Whitten and his radio ministry, Living Truth. The title of tonight's radio sermon is When All Hope is Gone. It's the second part in a two-part series. This part coming from John 19, 20 through 29. Thanks again for being with us this afternoon. We all hope you have a fantastic Friday night and an even better weekend. And we'll catch you on Monday, 46 with the Bill Bunkley Show. Have a great one and God bless. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.